It's time for InsureTalk with insurance industry tech geek and Guidewire chief evangelist, Laura Drabik. In this podcast series, we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. If you're looking for insights on the trends and technologies reshaping the industry, an all-new InsureTalk starts now. Welcome to InsureTalk. My name is Laura Drabik, and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. I am joined by Guidewire's President and COO, Priscilla Hung. In this episode, we are switching things up. Um, I won't be doing the interviewing today, but we'll be interviewed along with Priscilla by a spectacular corporate communications leader at Guidewire, Melissa Cobb. Over to you, Melissa. Thanks, Laura. I wanted to congratulate you and Priscilla for being named to Insurance Business America's Elite Women List that spotlights inspiring women who are making an impact on the industry. The focus of today's conversation will be on how Priscilla and Laura have made it to the top of an industry still dominated by men and the steps they take to promote diversity at Guidewire. Hi, Laura. Thank you for joining your podcast as an interviewee today. (laughs) Thank you very much, (laughs) Melissa. Hi, Priscilla. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Melissa. Absolutely. So Laura, can you tell us a little more about your current role at Guidewire? Yeah, so I am the chief evangelist. It's a Silicon Valley term for being the brand ambassador, if you will. What I love to do is espouse on Guidewire's products, our partners, and our customer innovation journeys, all while keeping my finger on the pulse of how our wonderful industry is evolving and also educating our key stakeholders on that evolution. That's fantastic. And Priscilla? Sure. I'm the president and chief operating officer of Guidewire. I co-own the go-to-market motions with my dear colleague, co-president John Mullen. I oversee sales support functions such as solution sales, inside sales, sales ops, product line management, business development, corporate development, venture investment, as well as the company-wide business operations. Wow. It definitely sounds like you wear many hats in your role. I'm lucky to have the opportunity to do so. Exactly. What gets you fired up, Priscilla, about working at Guidewire? Oh, many things. I would say that what gets me really fired up every day is the opportunity to work with a team of really dedicated, super smart colleagues and solve problems together as a team. And also witnessing that our collective hard work is really making a difference and moving a needle for our business and for our customers. It's really highly motivating for me. That's fantastic. Laura, do you have any thoughts on that front? What gets me fired up every Every day is knowing that I work in an industry, insurance and technology, that takes good care of people. We empower insurers to better serve their customers, which includes me, my friends, and my family. I'm excited to go to work every morning because I know what we do as a company positively impacts our global community. Absolutely. Priscilla, why is diversity important in our industry? I don't want to oversimplify this, but I think the world is a diverse place. It is logical for us to aspire to cultivate an environment to closely resemble the talent mix of the world. And I really strongly believe that different genders, background, based on culture, preferences, way of lives, bring different strengths to the team. And different perspectives only could make our collective viewpoint that much more encompassing. 
Yeah, if you have a homogenous team, then you're going to build a product that serves that homogenous team. In order to build a product that serves everyone, you need voices and input from all types of people. Number two, it's important for increased creativity. Innovation happens when teams challenge the status quo and work creatively together. If everyone on the team has the same knowledge, the same skills, the same worldview, and the same biases, they will then reach the same conclusions. Diversity allows us to circumvent this trap and thus foster innovation. Yeah, and it also allows us to really counteract our individual weaknesses, which makes the overall team much more robust. Yes, that it helps to improve financial results of the bottom line. So Slack has been outperforming other Silicon Valley companies like Google, Facebook, and Microsoft, where women hold only 19% of the technical roles. At Slack, women hold 34% of technical roles, and Slack employs three times the number of minorities of the peer companies that I mentioned. Diversity improves the bottom line. Yeah, diversity inclusion is really is a top of the agenda for Guywire as a business. And I'm super passionate about this topic. I will continue to spend a lot of time with our employee resource groups to drive equality and diversity and inclusion across the company. I couldn't agree with you more. Diversity is critical to bringing perspective uh, to creating a product for all and creativity. Thanks for sharing that. In the Elite Women Awards submission process, Insurance Business America asked why each nominee is a woman of influence. What does the phrase woman of influence mean to you? So while I really appreciate bearing the privilege to be called the woman of influence, I don't wake up every day seeing myself as such. <laughs> but I do understand, given my tenure at the company in a position, I understand and I recognize that my day-to-day actions and opinions can really affect other people's point of view and how they shape their own thinking process. So my experience of what I have to learn in the past, good or bad, steps that I made, decisions that I made, can change how others make their own decisions as they traverse down the similar paths. A woman of influence to me is someone who would have an effect on me, who I would see as a role model or a leader that I would follow. That means a woman of influence is someone who has strength of character with the courage to fight for what's right, persevering and hopefully never giving up. Someone who creates female or um, minority empowered workplaces, that's incredibly important. So woman of influence is someone who inspires through her actions, not just her words and really, really important. A woman of influence extends a hand to another woman to also help her succeed. Yeah, this is a heavy responsibility and I do not take that lightly. I have the job and responsibility to set the best examples and be a positive influence on the others every day. I really like your description of a woman of influence, especially someone who talks the talk and walks the walk. What tips or advice can you give to women starting a career in the insurance or technology industries? Yeah, I would say, and that again is not only applying jobs uniquely confined to insurance and technology industry, but I think overall, I would encourage all women to be confident in yourself. Focus on being prepared. Prepare for everything. Every meeting, when you think you're done preparing, you need to prepare some more. Being prepared builds your self-confidence and empowers you to be bold. Yeah, for sure. 
please do not be afraid to try new things. And the fact that you have never done this or that before doesn't really mean that you cannot be successful. Be adventurous. You'll be amazed the sky is really the limit in terms of what each of us can really do and achieve. Yeah. Do things that push the envelope. Experience life. Educate yourself and try new experiences. Amelia Earhart said, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. So be bold and act. Another thing I would really strongly encourage is to go find a circle of friends or maybe colleagues as well that you feel comfortable to share your challenges. Really seek them out. Because whenever we encounter a work problem, it is really easy for us to create our own echo chamber in our head and think that we're the only one who has experienced that dread and the pain. But I can guarantee you from my own experience that most of the time, if not 100% of the time, what you are really encountering has been really experienced and dealt with successfully by many others. Ladies, you need to neutralize negative people. The very best way to neutralize those negative nallies is focus on your work. As you continue to expand your sphere of influence, the negative people will see their attacks inflict less and less damage. And you know what? Eventually, they're just going to give up. Right. And then the circle of trust in a safe platform really provide an environment where you can get support by an empathetic group and you really don't have to recreate solutions that have proven to work many times over. Great insights. There's a lot of really good points there. And I, I really like how you touched on, you know, a community of women that can come together knowing that others have probably gone through something similar. Thank you for sharing. Laura, you're on the board of Girls in Tech. What is the nonprofit's mandate and how does it help women in STEM? Yeah, thank you for mentioning them. It's a great nonprofit organization and our mission is to eliminate the gender gap in tech by providing experience as well as educational opportunities to women. So I would also like to call out the guy where is a proud partner of Girls in Tech and has been for the last three years. So there's a number of ways that we educate women and empower them. And that's through hackathons, mentorship programs. We have a masterclass series and set of courses. We have a podcast series. And I think La Pièce de Résistance is our Girls in Tech annual conference. It includes panels, sessions, networking opportunities, and also a booth area for companies looking to recruit. So anyone listening here, if you feel like joining this organization or want to attend the conference or just get more information, you can go to girlsintech.org. Wow. It sounds like Girls in Tech is definitely doing a lot to support women in technology. Yeah, I, I think we are. We're doing good work. Great. Priscilla, you've worn many hats throughout your career, ranging from starting and operating your own mass merchandising trade company to various leadership roles at well-known tech companies like Oracle and Sun. How have these experiences contributed to where you are today? Uh, I wish I could tell you that my career path was intentionally plotted and it was so genius in doing this, but <laughs> you'd be disappointed to hear that I did not do that at all. I did not plan well. And in fact, I would say during the first decade of my career, I kept switching from job to job, including there was a period of time I decided to completely leave technology for a while to start my own mass merchandising business selling consumer products. And I was thrashing around because I really had a hard time figuring out what it is that I wanted to do and what it 
it is that really gave me the greatest sense of achievement and satisfaction in my career. But in hindsight, as a result, because I have thrash around and do many jobs, I accidentally exposed myself to many different challenges and responsibilities that actually makes me better equipped to do a good job at Guywire. And it also allows me to have a big picture view of different components of an enterprise and any business and what it takes to make all the gears to work in concert together. And also what I learned from my journey is, as I said earlier, don't be afraid to try new things. And the fact that you have not done certain things before, it really doesn't mean that you would not be successful. Really, the key ingredients are hard work, self-awareness, determination. With all that, there's really little limitation in what you can achieve in your career. Great advice, Priscilla. Laura, why is mentoring of women in our industry critical? So one of the things that I found effective in advancing my own career is mentorship programs. Why are they important is that they help to guide women in tech that, you know, they might need that extra boost or advice to help them getting where they need to go. I myself have been very fortunate and had a mentor for the last 13 years. My mentor is actually our former head of sales, which is Steve Sherry, just to call him out. So is it critical? Absolutely. I I am where I am because I had a good mentor. Yeah, for sure. I really, really believe in mentorship. And many years ago, before I was an official mentor to anyone, I was connected to a few, I would say, up and coming uh, women executives who wanted to ask me for advice as they hit certain obstacles at work. And through those meetings, I picked up the pattern that many of the challenges were pretty much exactly the same as mine. I realized that sharing my own experiences, my own challenges, and how I solve them have been helpful to others. So it is really eye-opening. Want to dig deeper a little bit. Do you have any tips for mentors or mentees? What I've learned is that it's hugely important to find the right match between mentor and mentee. You don't want to reach out to a mentor that isn't going to be a good fit for where you want to go with your career. You want someone who's going to be able to guide you by offering real life experiences. So for both, find a good match. Don't be shy to look for a mentor, to find a mentor. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Be respectful of each other's time. Mentees should come to a session with prepared questions and take actions on the recommendations that the mentor recommends or provides. And don't be overly considerate and think you're bothering them and wasting the time. It is definitely not easy for women to move up a corporate chain. So for those who are there, they are all very happy to help and share their experiences. For me personally, I would say that is cathartic moment for me to talk about my own problems, even though that they took place many years ago, right? And recognizing my path has positive impact on the next woman who walks a similar path. I think lastly, uh, don't confuse mentor with manager, guys. They aren't there to manage your time or your deliverables. It's to guide you with advice and ideas for your career. Great advice. So thanks for sharing that as well. Can you discuss an important lesson you learned early on in your career and how, how it helped you grow professionally? Yeah, for sure. I, there are many, many things that I have learned. What I mentioned earlier about trying different things and different jobs because I didn't know what I really wanted to do. It really, in hindsight, helped shape and build my competency and I would say expand the tools in my toolbox, right? Even though it is an accident, that's an important lesson learned for me. 
Yeah, I think something I learned very early in my career is find your voice. I started my career working in software sales. So I had an MBA from a top Canadian school. I worked at two very large consulting firms and I had real life industry experience. Yet when I would craft sales strategy or had creative ideas to generate revenue or move the company forward strategically, I would voice those through a guide wire leader, typically a male. I was wasn't confident that my name would carry enough weight and my ideas wouldn't be considered. I remember distinctly when I was younger, I was very reserved. I was shy. I was afraid to speak up most of the time in meetings. As women, we tend to be a little bit too reserved in sharing our opinion. So I would encourage everybody to be confident, find your voice, speak up in meetings, contribute. Because I can assure you that no comments are silly and there are no die consequences if you share your thoughts, even if others disagree. Eventually, my mentor, Steve, said to me, Laura, you're going to articulate your own ideas from this point forward. And he empowered me to do so by giving me a seat at the management table. And I'm forever grateful for that empowerment. I firmly believe that until you find your voice and you start representing your own ideas, you're going to be overlooked and ignored because no one knows those ideas came from you. Because I didn't speak and I didn't talk in meetings and share ideas, made it be good or bad, I pretty much did. Did not exist and I was not relevant. Be bold, find your voice, and yeah, sit at the management table too. I really like how you said, don't be afraid and, and be bold. Those are great words to live by and to work by. Can you share with us a moment in your life that you are most proud of? Yeah, I would say that the most memorable work moment, January 25th, 2012, when we took Guywide Public in the New York Stock Exchange. I was one of the few lucky ones who were part of the Rose Show and, and was up in the balcony when we ran the bell to open the market. It was really a surreal moment and one that I would never, never forget. What an amazing moment to see everything coming together that, that you and the team had worked so hard for. Yeah, indeed. Thank you for sharing that. And Laura, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. So when I think about this question, I immediately go back to something I'm very proud of, it, but also a very stressful situation in my life, which was when I presented my first TEDx talk, I was so nervous and I was scared to do it. I didn't sleep for three months while I was preparing for it. I didn't think anyone would want to hear my personal story of working in insurance and also in insurance technology, but it actually ended up being the opposite. And I don't know if you'll believe me or not, but you have to. Four years later, I'm still getting people reaching out to me, telling me how my story inspired them and touched them and helped them. This is my favorite. Help them choose a career in insurance or a career with Guidewire. That's incredible. Our next question is a little bit different. Which 80s song best describes your personality or your career path? <laughs> well, it is in my era and probably I'm dating myself right here. I have many, many favorites, but if I have to pick one that best describes my career path, I would choose Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Love it. And Laura. So I am a Canadian and Heart, an all-female band, is not only Canadian, but also the ultimate girl band. So they have tons of amazing hits, but never is the one that really gets me fired up. It makes me want to take charge and get stuff done. Some of the lyrics, and I'll read them to you as opposed to sing them to you, but anything you want, we can make it happen. Stand up and turn around. Never let them shoot us down. 
I think that describes my career trajectory and path over the last 20 years. I also think I should just print out the lyrics and read them every day to inspire me for what the day holds for me. Maybe also inspire some big hair and some neon clothing choices for the day. (laughs) I love that. And what inspiring words those are as well. That's great, Laura. Have you heard that song, Melissa? I think we're from a different generation. I don't know this song. I'm going to have to look it up now, Laura. You're killing me. You're killing me. (laughs) Thank you very much for your time today and for your incredible insight on achieving success in the business of insurance as a woman and how critical diversity is to the advancement of the industry. You have showed us it's not just about ideas. It's about making (laughs) ideas happen. Thank you, Melissa. Good job, Melissa. Thank you. Bye. Tune in next time for an all-new episode of Insure Talk with Laura Drabic, brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. For more information, visit guidewire.com.